It was a very eventful and positive weekend for the Red Sox as they completed the four-game sweep of the Texas Rangers. They've won their last five games. Brian Bayo got his first MLB win, and we finally saw the debut of Tristan Casas. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. I am your host, Nessun's Lauren Willand, and we're going to recap the weekend series. We're going to talk about Brian Bayo, obviously Tristan Casas. Big weekend for the big name prospects. There were some minor roster moves, some injury updates. We're going to talk about Bogarts and his chase for the AL batting title, Trevor Story. And just overall, I really think this, this weekend should give Red Sox fans optimism. Not even just not even about the postseason, but about ending the season on a high note, give you hope for 2023. I really just think fans should be pleased with the weekend as a whole. Yes, the Texas Rangers are not a good team, but this is the time when the Red Sox need to be winning these games. You need to take advantage of teams that are in slumps, and they did just that. So Thursday, the Red Sox won nine to eight. Fun comeback win. We talked about that in Friday's episode. Friday, they won nine to one. Saturday, 5-3. Sunday, 5-2. They outscored the Rangers in this series, 28-14. A lot of good offense and a lot of good defense in this game. Xander, in, in the whole weekend as a whole, Xander Bogarts continued his hot stretch at the plate. Trevor Story really made his presence known Sunday. And that's where we're going to start. Because I really feel Sunday is the highlight of the weekend for a number of reasons. Casas finally and officially was recalled from Worcester on Sunday News broke late Saturday night that he would be the one to finally get the call and that Bobby Delbeck would be optioned to Worcester. And as he always does, Casas was sunbathing in the outfield. He was stretching. He was just kind of taking it all in. He does not like caffeine, so he gets the natural energy. And he made some nice plays at first base. He showed that he was a defensive upgrade with Eric Hosmer on the IL. He finished his first game in a Red Sox uniform one for four. He almost had a home run in his first at-bat, and what a, what an at-bat that would have been. But he drove the ball to right field, but obviously did not get out of the park. He, he looked really composed at the plate overall, and that's what a lot of scouting reports had said on him, that he does have plate patience, does struggle against lefties, and he really looked like he'd just been in MLB for years. He looked like a professional ball player, like he's been here before, and he just he said all the right things. He looked good at the plate. I mean, sure, we would have liked more from him than a one for four, but it was his first game. And it's going to be his first of many games. Alex Cora did say that the plan is to play Casas for pretty much every day for the rest of the season, which does not bode well for Eric Hosmer. So he's likely shut down for the season. But we will talk about that a little bit more in the second segment of Locked on Red Sox. So to see that they obviously have trust in him, and to try to really get him the reps before the season is over. And I've preached patience with Cop Casas all season long. In several episodes of this podcast, I've preached patience. And I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to this team. After the game, Alex Cora said that Casas wasn't caught up in the whole thing. He watches, he knows, he talks the game, which is music to my ears. And Eric Hosmer, who's had a relationship with Casas for a while, 
He said that he's had the mindset and this goal that he knew he belonged in the big leagues. Every time I talked to him after that, you could just see he kept maturing and kept working toward that goal. He's finally here now, and I think everybody in Boston should be excited. Everyone in baseball should be excited. He's the truth, man. He can hit. I've always kind of said he's like a mix of Joey Votto and Freddie Freeman in how he hits. He's got a wide stance. Same setups to both those guys. Kind of looks like both those hitters blended together. So between that, his physical ability and his mindset, I think it's special things to come. And I agree. I think it's very special things to come. I mean, there's already so much hype around him. But when he talked to the media before the game, he was so composed. And I've been in this business for eight years. I've been around when it's someone's debut and they're nervous. They're, you can tell they're nervous. You would not know Casas was nervous at all. You Like I mentioned, he he just seemed like he had been in the big leagues for years. I know the Boston Globes, Pete Abraham, also thought that. And he's been in this business much longer than I have. So to see that he really had a positive impact, not just in the game with his play, but how he was handling the entire day, the entire situation, I think speaks volumes to who he is as a person and how serious he's going to take his MLB career. And I think that Red Sox fans should be very excited about what he'll bring to this team, what he'll bring to this team, not just for the rest of this season, but into 2023. What does that mean for Bobby Dalbeck? Well, probably not very good things because my guess is that they'll go into next season with, I don't think Eric Hosmer will opt out of his deal. I don't think that that's going to happen, but I do think that he could be a, a pleasant platoon. When he was traded to Boston, I said he provides that immediate defensive upgrade over Franchi Cordero and Bobby Dalbeck. But, you know, Bobby Dalbeck has a lot of things to work on when he when he's back in Worcester. And hopefully he can work those things out because we have seen what he's capable of. We've seen that he can be a good MLB player. There's just, he's got the yips right now or something, season-long yips. But I do think that the option back to Worcester will be good for him. I'm assuming he's going to be down there for the rest of the season unless something happens to Casas. But that's not going to happen. Casas is going to stay healthy. It's going to bring a lot of fun and a lot of good energy to this team. And now the Red Sox have won five straight games. No, they're not back in the postseason race, but they're playing like they should have been playing for a very, very long time. And it's nice to see this weekend was really fun to see. And another storyline from Sunday, even though Casas was really kind of the star of the show for his debut, was Trevor's story. He shined for Boston, to say the very least. He went three for four. He had three RBI. He scored a run. And he got the Red Sox off to an impressive start with a three-run home run. He knew it right away, right into the monster. Fun little bat flip. They Boston scored four runs on four hits in that inning. And then Story later had a nice double in the fifth. He flashed the leather with this beautiful hopping catch on a line drive. He finished just a triple sh shy of the cycle. So he's been on a tear since he came back. He's out for revenge since he came back from the injured list. He's played in seven games since then. He's batting 483 with a home run, four doubles, and obviously great defense. And after a slow start to the season, after him getting booed at Fenway Park earlier this season, he has really found his groove, found his game, found his swing at the plate. So Sunday was just a big, really good, fun game. You had a lot of good storylines, obviously a feel-good moment with Tristan Casas being there. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, that it was a big, big weekend for the big name prospects. And that includes Brian Bayo, who on Saturday was going into Saturday's game winless in his MLB career, his very short MLB career. 
And we've seen the flashes of potential there. We saw it all in Worcester. We see it in, when he was a longer reliever. And he finally, finally got his first big league win on Saturday. He shined. He had six scoreless innings in what was by far his best performance at the major league level. And prior to Saturday's outing, the longest Bayo was on the mound was five innings. That came August 24th against the Toronto Blue Jays. And he delivered six shutout innings for the Red Sox. He allowed three hits, a walk, five strikeouts, 88 total pitches, 60 of those for strikes. Finally earned that first career major league victory. He allowed the fewest hits, which was three, of out of any previous outing in which he's lasted over just one inning on the mound. Cora said he was very good. The last inning he was out there was electric. And he said he was joking with Bayo before the game that he's like, we got to get six innings and that he's been ready. He's been working toward trying to get those six innings. And he finally did it. And it's been really, really good to see how much he's been able to work on his craft and improve every single time. I, he's young and he probably wasn't ready to be recalled when he was, but that's the way the Red Sox season has gone this year. But he's really, really improved. And you've seen those flashes of being able to be a strong, reliable pitcher in this rotation. I think he's in the rotation in 2023. I don't think there's any of this starting in Worcester. I think if he can continue to build off what he has, keeps continues to show improvement in every start, he's going to be on this roster in 2023. So very fun weekend in the books for the Red Sox. Now they begin a series in Tampa against the Rays. We say that every series is important, but this is especially important. The Red Sox have a ton of momentum on their side, and Tristan Costas, I believe, will have family in Tampa to see him play. So it's going to be a, a lot of just emotions and momentum on the Red Sox side. Just keep these wins coming and keep Sander Bogarts in a Red Sox uniform. Everyone has been saying this all season. Pay Xander, pay the man, keep him in a Red Sox uniform. And he continued to make a case why he deserves a bit of a pay raise and why the Red Sox need to have Bogarts in a Red Sox uniform for the long term, preferably for the rest of his career. We will talk about Xander Bogarts in the second segment of the Locked On Red Sox podcast and provide some unfortunate, discouraging injury updates right after I tell you about LinkedIn because it's almost fall. We are gearing up for fall and you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then potentially hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every single week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So Xander Bogarts, we've talked endlessly about Bogarts this season and what he brings to this team and why the Red Sox should do whatever they can to keep this man in a Red Sox uniform. There's been, you know, back and forth about his contract that they're, he's open to talks. Scott Boris says, no, we're not talking in this season. And 
I mean, you have the front office saying they, they'd like to keep Bogarts and they believe they can keep Bogarts. Yes, Red Sox fans have heard that time and time again about players like Mookie Betts and John Lester. And there's obviously a little, not so much optimism because of how the Red Sox front office have handled these kinds of situations in the past. And Bogarts, he's been with this organization since 2013. He's such an integral part to this team. He is a leader. He's the unofficial captain. People call him the, the captain of this team. Raphael Devers loves him. He's just loved by his teammates, by the fans. And he's just an overall, obviously, he brings so much to this Red Sox team. The Red Sox should not let him go by any means necessary. And he continued to prove why he's so good and why he deserves to be in a Red Sox uniform or why he should be in a Red Sox uniform for the rest of his career. So after Sunday's game, he was in a neck and neck battle with the, for the AL batting title. Sunday, he raised his average to 317. And listen, there's a real chance he could win this AL batting title. If he keeps us up, stays on this pace, there's a real shot here. And I think this speaks volumes to just how good Bogarts is because he's he's struggled a little bit this year. He's admitted that he's been dealing with some sort of wrist ailment since late May, and he just hasn't been able to really find that good swing. And the fact that Bogarts might bring home a batting title in a season and that he's felt very uncomfortable at times just continues to show what kind of player he is, how much he loves this game, how good he is at the game of baseball. He could very well reach or surpass his career high in average, which was 320 back in 2015. He's up 22 points on his average from last year when he was hitting 295. And yes, the power hasn't been there like it has in last season. He has 12 home runs. He hit 23 in 2021. His OPS is at 854, which is just a little bit below this mark from last year when it was 863. And last year he received M MVP votes. He's really caught fire over the last two weeks in particular. And again, he's doing this where he's not feeling 100%. He's doing this when he's not 100% comfortable at the plate. And he's in a race for the batting title. If the Red Sox do not find a way to sign him, the city of Boston may very well burn to the ground because this is a player that you, you need on your team. You build a team around people like him, like Rafael Devers, like Tristan Casas. If you have an infield of Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, Trevor Story, Tristan Casas, that is a very strong outfield and one you probably want to keep together for a very long time. One that will probably help you win World Series, not this season, but beyond this season. This is an infield you want to keep together and Bogarts can be looked at as the glue of that infield. So to see him continue to have offensive success, even though he doesn't have 20 home runs, even though he's not 100% healthy, he's still doing everything he can to make sure this team wins. Yes, he's looked checked out at times. So that's probably because he doesn't feel right. His, his wrist is hurting. You Obviously, your wrist and your hands are a huge part of baseball and being able to play the game at an, at an elite level. So yeah, Bogarts 100% should be with the Red Sox for the rest of his career. I think that the more he continues to play like this, I think it becomes more of a priority. And I think that the Red Sox, the second free agency starts, they don't even let him opt out. They say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to restructure your contract. Or if he does opt out, just he knows he's coming right back to the Red Sox. Like there is no reason that he should be even entertaining offers from other teams if they're this serious about keeping him. I hope they are. And I hope he's in a Red Sox uniform. I hope that in the offseason, we do not have to do an episode of Locked on Red Sox that he has signed elsewhere because that's going to be a very angry episode. So 
but we're not, we don't need to think about that. We can think about how, how good Xander Bogarts is for the Red Sox this year and just everything he's brought to this team, not just offensively and defensively, defensively, but just who he is as a player. You constantly hear Alex Cora praise him. Raphael Devers loves this guy. This is somebody you need on your team that should not walk away. Now, there are some unfortunate injury updates. Tanner Houck will be shut down for the season. He's having back surgery this week to correct a disc issue. But Alex Cora did say he expects him to be ready for spring training. It's an unfortunate loss. It's unfortunate for Tanner Houck. But get this corrected now. Be 100% ready for spring training in 2023. And Eric Hosmer, we alluded to it in the first segment of Locked on Red Sox, that he is likely done for the season. There's been nothing official yet. But with Alex Cora saying that Tristan Casas probably is going to play close to every day at first base, and you know Eric Hosmer is dealing with back issues as well, that just shut him down for the season, give Casas these reps, and make sure Hosmer is healthy going into 2023. Zach Kelly is expected to be reinstated from paternity leave. Congratulations to him on the birth of their first child. I'm so excited for them, which means Josh Winkowski likely will be optioned. That's probably the best move here. I mean, Zach Kelly has been fine and Josh Winkowski was just replacing him when he came up from Worcester. So that's that's probably not a surprise. And then Dahlbeck was optioned with Casas being recalled. We touched on that already, but I hope Dahlbeck can really kind of figure out his swing and figure out his defense as well because we know it's there. We know he's an athletic guy. This We know what he can bring to a team. So hopefully he can figure that out in Worcester and either become a reliable trade chip for the Red Sox or they find a spot for him somewhere or they can find a trade partner. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for Dahlbeck, but I do not think it's with the Boston Red Sox. And I don't think he's a career AAA guy. So so that's another another fun storyline that we're going to watch this offseason as well. It's There's going to be a busy offseason for the Red Sox, but we don't need to talk about the offseason just yet. There's still games on the calendar. The Red Sox are playing really good baseball and we get to watch Tristan Casas now for the next month. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We still have one more segment to get to in the Locked On Red Sox podcast. And that is our Mental Health Minute. So to close this show, as we always do, we kind of like to end it on a positive note. And we like to just kind of t- talk about mental health and talk about try to normalize mental health and end the stigma and everything. And for the last two years when when COVID hit, we stayed in our houses a lot. It was hard to see friends and family. And it was a lot of us stayed in our house. And it's kind of boiled over into the last two years where you don't, maybe you don't mind staying in your house. You don't go out as much as you used to. And people talk about their social battery needs to be recharged after like one day of going out. And it's very important to make sure that that battery is, is charged up to close to 100% whenever it can be. And I'm not, and I am somebody who makes like one plan for the weekend and and that's that. But this weekend I had plans Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And even though I do feel like my social battery is still recharging, I feel like those three days did wonders for my mental health. On Friday, my best friend and her husband came up and we got a few drinks. We watched the Red Sox game On Saturday, I went out with one of my friends for dinner on the beach. It was just a really fun getaway to just not even think about anything. And then Sunday, we went to Derek's parents' house. We played marbles, which is like the most fun game we've ever played. I love playing marbles and I love beating Derek at marbles. It's a lot of fun. But just to be around so many people and so many people who who we like, who we care about and where the feelings are mutual, we want to see all of these people 
did wonders. Like I said, did wonders for my mental health. It put me in a really good spot. I was out late every single night. I am, I'm a night owl by nature, but three days in a row of just kind of going out did make me very tired, but it was needed. I needed to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone. So it was an overall just like really, really good time. And I woke up today. I woke up later than I usually do. It's raining here in Boston. So it's a great day to just kind of chill. I think Derek and I are going to go buy an oven, which is that is adulthood right there. We are we're renovating the entire house and we're slowly working with the kitchen and we got a fridge last year we got a dishwasher the first year we moved in and now we're getting an oven to kind of match everything so it is a slow process so in all of this is what i'm trying to say is step outside your comfort zone make the plan see your friends even if you're tired even if you are like well maybe i don't want to maybe we can do next weekend your mental health will thank you it's important to surround yourself with good people and people who love you and people you want to be around That good energy can do so much for just going into work the next day or going into a a new challenge, going into a new day. And and it was just a very, very good weekend. I am off until Wednesday, so I'm excited to just kind of get some things done around the house now. I was able to see some friends. Now I got to do the adult thing, get some things done around the house, buy that oven, and now get ready for the week ahead. And I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be in a good mindset because I was able to enjoy myself this weekend and be able to see some friends maybe I haven't seen in a while and just have good vibes all weekend. Let's end the show there. Thank you for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. Rate, review, and subscribe to Locked On Red Sox right here on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast is where you can find us. Find us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox. Jake at Jake Iggy. He will be back for tomorrow's episode. And me at La 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 Lauren. Three laws, Lauren with four R's. Be sure to check out all the other Locked On shows across the network. Locked On Yankees, Locked On A's, Locked On Astros. Everyone does such a great job here bringing you baseball content Monday through Friday. And now that you've made Locked On Red Sox your first listen, for your second listen, be sure to check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022. It's an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season, which begins this Thursday. The local team experts on the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combine into one Ultimate NFL Preview. All you have to do is search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Have a great day. We will be back Tuesday talking about Monday's game against the Rays. Let's keep these wins rolling. Let's keep these good vibes rolling. We'll see you Tuesday. Let's go Red Sox.